everyone, this is Havala Cunnington, and this is the Havala Cunnington Podcast. I have been loving all of your good feedback. Thank you for your really great and kind comments. You've been leaving them on my Facebook and Instagram and on this podcast, as well as you've been sending me emails, and I just loved all of it. I've read them all. It's meant a lot, and I have enjoyed this series as well. You know, it's all about living out of your core values, learning the things that are healthy, your healthy yeses, making sure that you say yes to the things that matter most to you, uh, the things that are important and healthy, and living out of those yeses and making sure that we're saying no to the things that are going to take from us, uh, the things that are going to rob from us, so that we can say yes to the things that are most important in our lives. So it has been such a good series. And um, I'm not saying that because I'm doing this series. That sounds a little bit egotistical, but I promise that's not what I meant. I really didn't mean that. It's been good. It's been a good refresher for me as well, just to hear myself reiterate these things and hear it again. Uh, So today I'm going to give you another piece of, of, of goodness, another piece of glory that has helped me in my journey and in my uh, navigating my life. So this one has been really important, and I tend to use this one um, in certain seasons more than others. And this one is straight out of the Bible. I mean, this one comes uh, right out of the Word of God, and this is never going to go out of season. It's never going to go out of style. It's it's not gender-specific. It's not mom-specific. It's not uh, personality-specific. This is for everyone, and this has really helped me. And the first thing I do is I interrupt my thoughts by speaking truth aloud. I interrupt my negative thoughts by speaking truth aloud. So I don't know about you, but I have negative thoughts. And they tend to come in waves, and they they tend to kind of play out in my head, usually when I am not, I'm, I'm not really paying attention. Is anybody like that where it's not when I'm, I'm purposely sitting down to think about something or I'm envisioning or I'm reading. Maybe I'm talking about my life with somebody, but it comes when I'm my guard is down. Maybe I'm waking up in the morning and I'm kind of in this subconscious part of my life where I'm maybe I'm cleaning up, I'm doing the dishes or I'm driving carpool or I'm getting ready for a meeting and I'm sitting and I'm doing something else, busy work but my mind is traveling or trailing off to another part and I'm worrying about something or I'm, I'm focusing on something and I, ha- I don't have the power or I don't have the ability at that moment to necessarily think about a solution for the problem or the situation, but I have the energy to think about something and let it kind of play out over and over and over. And usually it's a negative thing. And so I'll worry or I'll have anxiety or uh, the Bible talks about that the enemy throws negative arrows at us, and and those they, he tries to interject negative thoughts towards us. And so, oftentimes I will get caught up in those negative thoughts. And so, what I've learned early on is that the enemy does not read our thoughts. The Bible talks about it in Samuel, the book of Samuel, uh, that God reads our thoughts. That is an attribute for God um, and for Him alone. And the devil is not a god. I want to remind us of that, that the devil is a fallen angel. He is a created being. He was in heaven. 
He wanted the glory. He was a worship leader or a, he was an angel that had instruments on his body and was a part of worship in heaven. And he began to want the glory and God uh, had to deal with that and cast him out of heaven and sent him away. But he is at war with uh, the glory of God, uh, but he is he cannot, he's not a God. God and the devil are not warring gods. God has won. The Bible says that the enemy is under our feet, that the, that the story has been written and that God wins in the end. Yes. Can I get an amen wherever you are in your moment? Um, but we have to remember that just because the devil doesn't read our thoughts doesn't mean that he can't try to inject negative thoughts at us, which means uh, he can try to, uh, a passing thought can come our way and I kind of like what our leader says, Bill Johnson. He'll say, just because a wave comes doesn't mean we need to ride it. And so we'll have a lot of waves of thoughts and emotions and things that will come at us, but we've got to be wise to know what are the ones that we need to ride. And usually the Word of God helps us know that. So oftentimes I will find myself in a cycle, a mental cycle of anxiety or fear or worry or anger, offense, whatever it is. And instead of me trying to com- combat it uh, mentally or try to re- to think about something better, I will open up my mouth and declare something to interrupt it. Now, scientifically, um, psychologically, they've done studies that we believe more of what we will say over ourselves than if someone says something over us. So you can listen to someone saying, you're beautiful, you're amazing, you're powerful, God's got a story for you. God's going to redeem this. But if we're not saying it over ourselves, then the reality of us actually believing it over ourselves is less likely. The time you begin to declare it over yourself is when you're actually going to start to feel empowered to believe what God is saying over you. So I have to, I have to say it. I can't listen to messages and listen to people declare it and people pray it over me. I have to actually go to work and open my mouth and declare, God, you are you are in control. Lord, you are going to make a way where there is no way. Lord, you are for me who can be against me. And I open my mouth and I openly begin to declare what, what God, you are in control of the situation. Lord, they are in your hands. God, why should I worry? You're taking care of the sparrow that's outside of my window today. Why should I worry about how you're going to take care of me? And I'll, when I speak it out, I can't think a negative thought and say a positive thing at the same time. And so some of you, even as you sit there, you might be like me. I have to, many times all day long, I'll be saying things under my breath to interrupt what I'm saying. And so that's what I'm thinking so that I begin to break the cycle of the mental pattern that I'm going down. And I just break up with it. I'm just going to break up with it. I'm not going to allow it in my life. And so that way, uh, we just get into it. Now I teach my kids that. So when they're in a negative cycle, I can feel they're in a slump or they're having a hard time. I just make, I, I just encourage them. Okay, look at me. I'm powerful. Uh, I, I am, I'm a God follower. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me you know, and I will begin to repeat after me. And and as I have them say it, of course, they kind of hesitate. But when they say it after me, after a little bit, they'll smile. But it's amazing the resilience, the, the God DNA inside of us that actually bears witness to the truth that we're saying about ourselves, which is 
the Spirit of God that's saying, yes, that is what I think about you. Yes, that is what I'm saying about you. Yes, that is what I'm doing in you. Uh, It really is powerful. So today, I encourage you, wherever you are, interrupt those negative thoughts with your mouth. Speak it out loud. The Bible says life and death are in the power of the tongue. So let life come out of your mouth. You have that kind of power. That's how powerful you are today. And you can do it in Jesus' name. So I bless you. I hope that encourages you. We're going to pop over to radical growth. Um, We're talking about building a vibrant life. And we're going to continue in this series. I hope you're loving this series. It was one of our favorites. It was one of our first. And uh, you guys asked that we put it on the podcast. So we listened, we heard, and we did it. And so we'll jump over there and I'll catch you on the end. Hi, I'm Havla Keddington, and this is 30 Days of Radical Growth. We are on week three of day 11, and I'm just really honored that you are taking this journey. I hope that you're getting a ton out of it, and I, I understand, like, you're getting a lot thrown at you, and I'm giving you stuff that I, it took me kind of years to figure out and apply, so give yourself a ton of grace, and, you know, that, that's the amazing part about having the Holy Spirit operate in our lives, is He brings to remembrance all the truth that we put within us. So be encouraged. You're going to get this. And this week is really important. And I want to say it this way. The last two weeks have really been about kind of um, understanding. It's been about about head knowledge a little bit, how how we work, how God created us, how we begin to grow. And this week is all about heart. It's all about understanding who you are individually and how you can grow in a deeper and a faster way um, in your own life. And so you're going to need to take your time a little bit more this week. The videos may be shorter, but I want you to maybe spend a little more time just being with God and saying, God, help me, uh, reveal to me. Um, and don't be scared. Don't be insecure about that. Don't, don't be worried. He loves you. He's not going to motivate you by anger, by fear, by shame. He's going to motivate you by love. And so if it's a a voice within you that's giving you a voice of love, you can do this. I believe in you. That is his voice. Anything else is not God. That's not how he's talking to you. So I encourage you with that. Um, If you're with me, open up your Bibles to Luke chapter 8. I hope you have your Bible with you. I hope you have a good cup of coffee or whatever you drink. And then I also recommend that you either have your journal or you have your Radical Growth book. And we've had a lot of people get these. We also have a PDF download that you can also download and have right before you if you like to underline and and write out things. You can do that as well. Uh, We did create create this or, or make this book so you can pop it in your purse and take it with you. And my goal was that you could always have it with you and you can be going forward and it's like, you don't have to carry more stuff. I don't know about you, but I'm always carrying them. I feel like being a mom is like either you're wiping something or you're hauling something, right? So I don't want to haul anything more than I have to. So uh, we're, in, we're in Luke chapter 8, and today is called the soil. So if you're journaling, make sure you write that down. But we go right to verse 11, and it says this. The seed is God's word. The seed that fell on the, on the footpath represents those who hear the message only to have the devil come and take it away from their hearts and prevent them from believing and being saved. I don't know if you know that know this, but we talked about the sifter. 
We also talked about that the that the you have a, there's a real devil. There's a real war over our souls. The Bible says there's a war over the souls of men, which means that as long as we're on the earth, eternal life is ours. But we have to we have to live that out and have that so that we we don't get that taken from us. Um, and so that's not to that's not to motivate you by fear, but to keep that knowledge that the enemy is always trying to kill, steal, and destroy any truth that's been given to us. And that's what it's saying here. The seed on the rocky soil represents those who hear the message and receive it with joy. But since they don't have any deep roots, they believe for a while and then they fall away when they face temptation or a moment there's trouble. Now listen, this is like the classic good starter. I wish that there were awards given out to those people that start really well because I would be the president of that club. I'm an incredible starter. I'm a horrible finisher. I mean, I, I can't tell you how many gyms I have signed up I can't sign up for or eating plans or, I mean, it's just ridiculous. And I just have this part of me that loves to start something. Uh, but this is kind of what they're saying is, is that we start things with joy. I mean, some of you, even now you're doing the radical growth and you're like, oh, you're kind of every other day now and you're kind of forgetting and you're rushing. And I'm saying, hey, pull back, persevere. Like you were meant to persevere. You were created to persevere. The Bible says those who persevere will get what's been promised to them. It was, it's within your God DNA to persevere. So don't give up. Lean in to what he's asking you to do. It says this, the seed that fell among the thorns represents those who hear the message, but all too quickly the message is crowded out by the cares and the riches and the pleasures of this life. And so they never grow into maturity. And the So that's, I mean, the reality is we live in a very fast-paced culture. We've got a bunch of stuff screaming at us and, and telling us how to live and what to care about and what to value. And they're saying, listen, you can get, the word of God can be crowded out of your life very quickly. So be aware of that. And then lastly, it says, the seed that fell on the good soul represents an honest and good-hearted people who hear the word of God. If you are an underliner or a circler or whatever, I want you to underline that phrase. That's a key phrase. That's what we're all, that's like baseline. That's the starting point. We want to get to the good-hearted soil of our lives so we can receive the word. And when they cling to it, the Bible says, and patiently produce a huge harvest. Patience is a virtue, the Bible says. It means that there's a, there's a part of us that has to patiently produce this. So the key for us is understanding what the state of our soil is this week. Is it hard? Is it shallow? Is it bare? Is it full of thorns? Is it rocky? Is it soft? Does it receive? Um, when you read the word of God, does it go straight in and begin producing, or is it hard to get it in? I get that. I've been there. It's normal, but we want to make sure we're working towards that. Um, so how do you know um, how your soil is? I want you to ask yourself the next couple days, how are you receiving the word and what habits are you noticing in your life and are you able to receive it in a greater way? Uh, the soil, the Bible says, it represents our hearts. It represents our life. And the Bible says that we are to guard our heart, guard our soil, for out of it flows the wellsprings of life, or out of it flows our life. So your heart is the single most important thing to your life-bearing fruit. And your heart is so important. I mean, it's where everything happens. It's where everything grows. And so it's worth taking time to figure that out. I would say this, this week, don't rush this week. Like this is where you, radical growth, this is where your roots go down really deep and they grab a hold of good soil. So it's, it's, this is the make or break week, if you will, for this study. Um, 
take be patient with yourself and take your time your morning meditation is to sit for a few minutes quietly before the Lord and put your hand on your heart and tell the Holy Spirit that you give him full permission to show you how your heart is I know that might be new for some of you and you might say I don't know really what to say or I don't know what to experience and I would say just as if you are before your husband or before your, your wife on your wedding day and you look at them and you say, I do, it doesn't mean that you know exactly what that's going to take, but you, you're making a commitment to say, I'm with you. It's the same way this week. Like you're looking before God and saying, I do, like I will look at my heart this week. Whatever that looks like, I'm committed to the process. So find that time, lay on your bed, go for a walk or, you know, during nap time, sneak away and lay on your bed and just say, God, I am yours. Reveal my heart. Your daytime dare, um, I don't know if you're used to doing this, but ask the Holy Spirit to specifically prompt you in moments of the day to reveal your soil to your heart. So you might go, oh, I got my cup of coffee, I'm feeling great today, and then all of a sudden, the afternoon rolls around and you find yourself edgy, you find yourself unmotivated, you find yourself with lack of belief, and I would say, notice it. Like, don't don't go, oh, that's, you know, that's just me. No, 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 like, what's going on in my heart? How am I responding? Why is it when I go in that environment, I have a tendency to not believe, or I have a tendency to get crowded out of the day? The word of God that was in my heart in the beginning has been crowded out by the time bedtime happens. So, so look at that and, and write it down, write it down. Like this is, I noticed that this moment I lost the word or I didn't receive it or something happened where I was able to receive it and I began to produce fruit almost immediately. Your, your, your evening reflection is simple. Um, I want you to journal. Did, did something surprise you that God said to you today? Did, were you surprised at the state of your heart? Now, I have a little asterisk here and I want you to note because that you don't have, not all of you have the book. Don't. Be afraid if you didn't hear anything from God today. You go, well, I'm supposed to be a follower. I mean, I'm supposed to have the seed in me. This is supposed to work. Listen, I'm going to help you. Like, I'm going to help you. I have had seasons when I have not heard God. I don't even know how to hear God. And I'm, I'm going to here to help you. Like, we're going to reveal your soil, and you're going to begin to understand, oh, that's why I'm not hearing him. Oh, that's why I didn't receive it. Or, oh, that's why I'm a great starter. We're going to help you walk through all of that. So don't get into shame. Don't get into performance. Don't get into worry. Just say, God, I receive you this week to reveal your thought toward me. Help me today in Jesus' name. Well, my friends, that's our time for today. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and the new Periscope. You can also find my products and my upcoming events at havilacunnington.com. Hey, don't forget to leave me a review. I read each and every one. Thanks for listening. Have a great day and I'll catch you next time.